episode 46 of Here to Thrive, and I'm talking through spiritual life lessons. Kind of heavy, but super awesome. Because I haven't always been the happy, incredibly content, and certain person that I am today. And really living from these three spiritual truths, if you like, has helped me approach life differently. These are three concepts that have changed the way I interact with the world and only for the better. So I'm going to share with you today these three powerful life lessons, which can also be used as mantras, and I hope they will remind you of your divine nature and how special and worthy you are. And my second hope is that hearing me talk through these might like hit a point in your soul and help you remember a little bit more about the magic that is living. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive. I truly believe we're here to thrive. So let's get going. Now, me and my life, let's start with a little bit of backstory, I guess, to help really make these life lessons seem a little bit more relevant and real. I believe that part of living our most empowering and full lives is living from a space that's really connected to our higher selves or soul or our spirit. The reason I guess that's so important to me is I spent the majority of my 20s incredibly disconnected from my divine nature. I forgot it existed. Now I look back now with this kind of strange disbelief because if you've listened to my story or heard me talk through it, I was an incredibly spiritually connected and aware teenager. I was the girl that was reading all about spirit guides and angels and exploring religions, and I could not get enough spiritual knowledge to fill me up. My thirst was insatiable. But then I just kind of dove deep into this fog of forgetfulness, which spanned the best part of my 20s. It started with a spiral of self-worth that lowered me further and further into this trap of forgetfulness. And I have pulled my way out of that. And I truly think it's one of the reasons I now live such a beautiful life because my soul connection and this willingness to look at life through magical eyes keeps me happy. I'm talking through these life lessons in chronological order. So the order in which I kind of learned them, I guess, or the order in which they've resonated with me. The first lesson I feel like I had to learn in life, a spiritual lesson, was that true happiness could only ever come from within me. True happiness wasn't going to be found in a boyfriend or a husband or a partner. 
that I couldn't find my happiness in a job title or a handbag or a pair of shoes, and that the car I drove, the house I lived in, none of that was going to bring me lasting happiness. I now believe that each of us already has everything that we need to be happy. Our society has taught us that happiness can be found outside of us when it's the complete opposite. Happiness is an emotional experience and it's found within us. Part of this was recognizing that happiness was my responsibility, that I couldn't rely on someone else to make me happy. I spent a good portion of my late teens and early 20s searching for the guy that was going to be responsible for my happiness. Literally like, here are the keys to my heart, now somehow light me up on the inside and make me feel joyful. I truly thought that my happiness was to be found in someone else. Little wonder, look at the fairy tales we were fed as children. I was totally into all of those princess ones where you are saved by a knight in shining armor. Your Prince Charming is out there waiting to make you happy and complete your life. Now, it's little wonder I had totally bought into this lie hook, line, and sinker. But once I recognized that my happiness was my responsibility, literally even in my marriage, I started doing things that made me happy now. Like I said earlier, happiness doesn't have to be in the grand material things. Happiness is in the little moments. Happiness is in the way you look at life. Happiness is a mind game. I started by getting to know myself. What did I need to be happy? What made me who I was? What lit me up on the inside? And once I knew the answers to those questions... I started asking myself, what do I need? And then, how can I give that to myself? The self-love and self-care that came around this piece was huge for me. As soon as I stopped looking for happiness outside of myself, I realized that I had the power to provide experiences that empowered me to feel happier. Once you let go of the expectations on other people, life feels better. The other thing I would say, and if you've listened to my podcast, gratitude, 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 I will rave on about it forever. But I started looking at what I had, not at what I didn't have. I started looking at what I had achieved, not at what I had yet to achieve. I started counting my blessings. Look back at the religions of all time and they will all tell us to count our blessings. So the first point, true happiness can only ever come from within us. The second spiritual lesson that has really shaped my worldview and is something I still come back to all the time and have to remind myself of is the mantra that everything is happening for me not to me. So everything is happening for you, not to you. This comes from the idea in my mind that life is a school and that we're here to be given the lessons we need to learn for our soul's individual growth. If we're being pushed away from something, I now trust that it means 
that we are supposed to be redirected to something better. Now, I'm a control freak. So this one has been a little bit of a struggle for me and sometimes still is. Learning to surrender and live from a place of faith is going to always be a reoccurring theme for me. But I have enough examples of how the universe has provided more than I could have expected or how letting go and surrendering to the uncertainty of life has been a blessing in my past. When I was applying for my first job out of university, I was incredibly impatient. So I wanted a job. And when I say I wanted my first real job, I mean I wanted it yesterday. I found one and I went all out for it. Now, because it was psychology, I went honestly through IQ testing, personality testing, behaviorally based interviews, all of the scientific stuff that these psychologists could throw at me to see if I was a psychologist worthy of joining their team. I was one of the final two people in this interview process, and it was grueling. I was nervous, and I was young and very inexperienced. Needless to say, I wasn't the one that got the job. And honestly, I was heartbroken. I can't even tell you how gutted I was. I thought it was the only opportunity that would ever come my way. I couldn't see how else my career was going to move forward. I felt defeated. Literally two weeks later, I received a call from a more prominent consulting company and they said they had a job opening up for a graduate that they weren't advertising, but that they would like me to apply. It blew my mind. So here I am, I went through this recruitment process, but I had just been through one. So the personality questionnaires, the IQ testing was far less daunting the second time around. Again, I was one of two people I interviewed, but this time I did get the role and it was a role that was so much better and bigger and more expensive than the first role that I had been so desperate to get ever could have offered me. It's a perfect example of that door shutting in my face was because it wasn't my door. The universe, God, whatever you want to call it, fate, had something even better lined up for me that I was completely incapable of even conceiving. Look back at your own life and see if there's stories like that where when one door shut, a better door opened up. At 34, almost 35, 35 next month, I'm starting to get a little pile of evidence going on here that, as Gabrielle Bernstein would say, the universe does have my back. The dots are beginning to make sense. I can connect those dots looking backwards. One of my favorite all-time quotes from Steve Jobs, you can't connect the dots looking forwards. You can only connect them looking backwards and that you have to believe in something. Faith, fate, the universe, whatever that may be, you have to have this element of faith at times in life to carry you through. So just remember, the universe is not out to get you or to punish you, and that the more you move with the natural flow of life, the easier things become. Resistance is futile. If a door is being slammed in your face, Stop hitting your head against it and recognize that it's happening for you, not to you. The third spiritual lesson that 
I'm really starting to integrate more and more into my life these days is that we have the ability to create our realities. This comes from my belief that we're each a spark of divinity and that we've been given creative power. I believe that part of our journey on earth is to remember this instinct and use earth as our creative playground. If you are asking me what the meaning of life is, why we're here, I think this is probably about as close as I could get. I think we're here to learn that we are magical creative beings and that we have the ability to be a creative agent in our own lives. If you go back to Genesis in the Bible, it says that in the day when God created man, he made him in the likeness of God. We are created in the likeness of God. To me, I interpret that as We are creative agents. We have this ability to make and create. Look at the world around us. We have created cities and cars and all sorts of things. And that I think that too many of us are giving this creative power away because we have forgotten that we have it. I think we can live life in two ways. We can either live at kind of what I call living in the drift, kind of getting sucked along with the breeze or the tide and just seeing where life takes us, or we can take this attitude of intentionally creating our lives, asking ourselves, what do we want and how are we going to get there? If this is something that you really would love to look into more, there is Elise Santilli's episode just a couple back about manifesting miracles, which is truly insightful around this point of how we are creative agents. And these three thoughts were also taken from an article that I wrote on Mike Dooley's site, tut.com, tut.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the original article, which had eight spiritual lessons, if you want more. But he has these daily notes from the universe that also help to keep me focused on the fact that I am a creative agent. I have the ability to affect my experience in the world. And as part of my morning routine, I honestly open my note from the universe and it just reminds me. It's like the tap on the shoulder and like, wake up, Kate, you are a creative agent. Remember that today. So those are three spiritual lessons that I have slowly picked up over my years but have changed the way I experience the world. These thoughts are now something that I live by. They are mantras that drive my experience and have changed the way I interpret events and look at the world. So just to summarize those, true happiness can only ever come from within you. Don't go looking for anyone or anything outside of you to make you happy because true happiness is an emotional experience inside of you. Everything is happening for you, not to you. Like I said, for a control freak like me, this one takes a giant dose of faith. But when I get into those feelings of anxiety or uncertainty or unsure what my future may look like, I remind myself of this, that anything that doesn't feel great 
is ultimately happening for my highest good. Finally, you are a creative agent and you have the ability to create your reality. You're a spiritual being having a human experience. I hope those thoughts sit with you today and change the way you look at the world for a moment, and hopefully even longer. I'll be back next week with the interview from the comparison coach, Lucy Sheridan. She is a joy, and this one is so golden. Please come back. Till then, keep thriving, beautiful people. Keep thriving. Keep thriving.